everyone, this is Tim. This is your Giant Straight Talk. Oh, we got some fun stuff to talk about today because you know what? I've always been told I'm the biggest Daniel Jones hater. Yep, I know. It's ridiculous at times because of the fact that I, I, I diagnose things, I look at things, and, and I, I give an opinion. But for some reason, I'm a hater. And it's interesting because I, I've said this once before. I could spend multitudes of times defending Daniel Jones, talking about what he does well, and then I could point out something for 30 seconds, and I'm told, you're just a hater. Haters going to hate, 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 hate. And, th- and that's furthest from the truth. The, th- the people that call me the hater are people that I say basically just have unadulterated, blind faith in their quarterback, that there's nothing that he can do wrong, that the gates of heaven open up, and he has been the perfect specimen of an NFL quarterback since the moment he was drafted to the New York football giants. Nothing is ever his fault. It's all somebody else's fault. And that's what we, as a society need to understand as giant fans. <laughs> I mean, it, it just kills me because you are that there is that segment of fans that you can literally say nothing wrong. You can say nothing wrong about the quarterback, nothing whatsoever. Now I, I, I blame it in some regards to the fact that some of these people have only known Eli Manning. The younger fan base only knows Eli Manning. They don't, they don't go back further. They don't understand the dichotomy of the giants quarterback that you could still be a fan of a guy that you could still root for a guy, but you could still also point out the, some of his deficiencies and things that he is he is not doing correct or, or things that he needs to do better. What do you think, Quint? Inside the cage. Cage goes in the water. You go in the water. Shark's in the water. Our shark. So I'm swimming in this shark pool right now because I'm going to tell you this right now. I support Daniel Jones. I, I, I sit there, like I said, I cheer him every Sunday and or Monday or Thursday, whatever game whatever game he plays. I think it's funny that people, you know, I, I recorded the I recorded the opening drive on the preseason game the other day, and people are like, You're such a hater, Tim, you're cheering for Daniel Jones. And that of course was sarcasm. They were they were being sarcastic. Because you want him to do well, you want him to succeed, but you don't need to just have blind faith. You have to have a rationale. I went on a, a 30-minute rant on the live stream on Sunday defending Daniel Jones about how he made the right decisions and how he made the proper calls and how I would rather him be a $40 million quarterback who makes the right decisions who then instead of a $40 million quarterback who tries to force the play. And this all came about, and this, and again, I blame Madden on this. This all came about when um, we, uh, my venerable co-host R Zero B on Sundays, put up a diagram from uh, I believe it was Big Dash Nose. Now the diagram, actually, if you go to listen, if you watch Big Dash and you, and you and you look at what the diagram is, we're gonna pull the diagram up right here. You can clearly see, and if you read his post, he is just showing the fact that. We need to game plan for Jalen Hyatt because, as you can see, he's got Jalen Hyatt circled that he's open, and he also has the middle of the field open for Darren Waller, and he shows the clean pocket for Daniel Jones. And he was basically saying, you know what, hey, hey, Kafka, you need to start game planning for this guy because look at him. Now, if you look at this play clearly, though, if you diagnose this play clearly, the play is to Waller. I believe Waller dropped this one. The play is to Waller. That is, if you want to go to the correct football play, 
it is going to Darren Waller. So I am never going to fault Daniel Jones for making the correct play and going to the right receiver. Because you take a look at it, you got Waller, you know, between you know between the forty-five, excuse me, between the forty and the fifty, with nobody around him in the middle of the field. Now, if you take a look at Jalen Hyatt, he's kind of running in straight. He's he's already past the defenders. He's actually past the safety. But you see that little corner on the top. We don't know if the route's going to cut diagonally. We don't know if he's going to go straight. We don't know if the we don't know if that corner is going to come over diagonally. But I would rather have Daniel Jones instead of taking a risky throw. On first down, on your own forty-three, I take the fi- I, I I will. I have no problem with him taking the fifteen yards to Waller all day of the week and twice on Sunday. Now, Rob and some other people's um, point point of emphasis was: well, a forty million dollar quarterback make takes that shot to Jalen Hyatt. He throws that ball to Jalen Hyatt, and I and I disagree vehemently. I think a smart forty million dollar quarterback sees the play to Waller, diagnoses it, and throws it, and now he's pushed to his team on the other side of the 50. You, you, Yes, there is a time and a place to take a shot. And a lot of times, coaches game plan for when, you, when they want to take that shot. But the problem is this. Daniel Jones makes, makes the correct read. Daniel Jones, does, Daniel Jones makes the right football play. And that's the thing. He make the, he makes the right play. And I finally got people to admit on the stream that the right play was to Waller. That is the correct football play. But that you had some people that were saying, well, you have a $40 million quarterback. He's got to take that shot to Hyatt. No. I want my $40 million quarterback to be smart enough to understand that it's the opening drive. You could put yourself on the 45 of your opponent. And at the end of the day, you still scored on this drive. This is still an open, beautiful opening day drive, opening game drive, and you scored. There is a there is a time and a place to take that shot, and this wasn't it right here, because of the fact that Daniel Jones probably sees that corner sitting there at the thirty nine, and he's either wondering is he going to cut diagonally into the path, is he going to play the angle into the path of Jalen Hyatt. This is why I said it before, I feel bad for Daniel Jones because he can't win. Because he actually makes the correct football play. It's not a check down. It's not a dump off. If you take a look at the bottom of the screen there, he's got a guy right there he could have dumped off to. No, he made the correct football play. He made the smart football play. He made the play that a $40 million quarterback should make. And that is finding the open man, moving the chains, running the clock, and putting points on the board. And like I said, I'm going to defend this play with Daniel Jones all day long and twice on Sunday because this was, this was the right call. Then I love it because we, we did a couple of weeks back, I, and I know and I know some people are like, well, this was just me being facetious. Sure it was. Um, you had this play right now you're pulling up right here with Tyrod Taylor throwing to Cole Beasley. And with the open part of the field, and you see that the uh, you see Jalen Hyatt once again. I think people are just so wet for Jalen Hyatt. They want to see him do anything. So they're willing to take a bad, make a bad football play. And I had so many people tell me on this post, well, well, Daniel Jones would have made that throw to Jalen Hyatt. He would have, he would have attempted it. No, he wouldn't have. Because you know what the right football play was and the right, what the right call was? Was that short pass to Beasley. It's not, it's not Beasley's fault. The defender made a great play. 
That was the des- you could see that was the design play the entire time because Tyrod is rolling out that way from Jump Street. That was the play. I believe this was on third down as well. That was the correct football play. Daniel Jones would have made the right would have been the same play, and I wouldn't have said boo about it because of the fact that that was the call. That was what was called, and that was the correct football play. If you take a look at it, Tyrod would have had to throw across his body into the middle of the field and hope the trailer doesn't come up with the pass. So Daniel Jones correctly would have thrown down to Beasley because that was the designed play. That's why I said I, th- I think Madden is, is rotting the brains of people. I really do. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Because it, And it was funny, though, because uh, I, I forgot who it was. I think I pulled it up here. A guy from WFAN basically uh, basically uh, came out and said, Dan Reeves used to say putting the coaching films on Game Pass was the worst thing that could happen. Plays in the hands of those who don't fully understand. I've said this a million times before. I don't diagnose plays. I don't break down film. I ran the digital XOS system for two NFL teams, and I, and I, I don't break down film because I don't know the calls. I don't know the line shifts. I don't know the formation. I don't know what the checkdowns were. I don't know what the actual play was. I don't know if the play that they ran was was a something broke down in that play. I don't know if there was something that was improvised. I don't know if the quarterback changed out of the play. You don't know. So it's kind of hard to diagnose something that you have no idea about. But to sit there and say that Daniel Jones should take these types of shots, I agree. He needs to throw the ball deep. I agree 1,000%. But the problem is you need to understand the situation. You need to understand the moment. And you need to understand that sometimes it is about moving the sticks. You have Waller. You're going to have Barkley. You are going to have Slayton. You're going to have Isaiah. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have Hyatt. You're going to have Wanda Robinson back one of these days. You're going to have a, you're going to have a, you're going to have a, a large amount of wide receivers that what now they may not all be barn burners and they may be, you know, sometimes second tier wide receivers, but you have a plethora of them. And Daniel Jones is going to the need to distribute the ball. He's almost going to have to be like a point guard. He's going to have to use his weapons that he has. The only thing I'd say criticize Daniel Jones in that first drive is he was targeting Waller too much. And the fact that if he continues to put Waller in a position where he's going to get walloped to catch the pass, that's not going to be good because then Waller's not going to survive the first eight weeks of the season. He needs to throw his wide receivers open. He did a, Dale Jones did a fantastic job that first drive. Beautiful job that first drive outside of one pass. Beautiful job. He even stepped up by the pocket, avoided the rush. He looked more calm. He looked more confident. I hate when people say, well, he looks great in practice. It's fucking practice. Practice? I'm talking about practice? I want to see these situations in game situations, not how he looks confident in practice. I mentioned even during the game, Daniel Jones had a little bit of a swagger to himself in the bench. I posted pictures about it. That he's, he's got, he had a little je ne sais quoi. He had a little swagger. He looked a little, he looked different on the bench than he did last year during the games. Now that doesn't that that the dollar gets you seventy five cents with inflation. But you could see he's he's a little bit more comfortable in himself, and hopefully that translates to, to his play on the field. But he's never going to win because you are going to have the guys that are going to follow him blindly. We've talked about it. We've talked about it before. It's going to be the blind faith and not understand 
actual football scenarios. And no matter what he does, he's never going to do anything wrong. And you're, then you're going to have a group of segments. Anything that he does is going to be, is going to be wrong to them. And then you got an idiot like me sitting in the middle. I want my quarterback to make the right football plays. I want my quarterback not to turn the ball over. I want my quarterback to continue to move the ball, to have extended drives. Not saying every drive needs to be a 13-play drive. But I'd like to see at least a 7-play drive, a 9-play drive, you know, even if it's a punt, that you're moving the ball, you're moving it with fluidity, you're moving it with confidence, and you're moving it with with the urgency that you need to score. People are like, what's wrong with your thumb? I ripped it. <laughs> it's great. Sliced my, sliced my finger. <laughs> so I didn't have any I didn't have anything to fix it with, so I used some crazy glue and this wonderful band-aid. That's what a man does. Get some gets out the crazy glue and a band-aid. I've told the story before. I cut my leg uh, doing tile once. And I, I took some uh, waterproof tape and uh, some <laughs> Some paper towels and some duct tape, and I wrapped up. I wrapped the paper towels around the water with the waterproof tape, and then I used the duct tape around my leg. And then my wife came home and goes, what, "What's wrong with your leg?" And I told her, she goes, "You probably might want to go to the doctor." <laughs> That's not what men do. That's not what men do. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it. Get back in the game. But my quarterback needs to be smart. He needs to be intelligent. He needs to understand the situation, and he needs to have the ability to continuously move the ball. And right now, our quarterback, my quarterback, is Daniel Jones. I'm going to support him either way. I'm going to cheer for him. I, I am, out of YouTubers and Giants, I am probably the, the, the only one or one of the few ones that have actually talked to Daniel Jones, have, have met Daniel Jones, have seen Daniel Jones, have, have seen Daniel Jones on the field, literally on the field. I tell the story about last year in the Washington game. When we were tearing, carrying the flag off the field, I was stuck in the middle of the field because the flag got stuck, and I got Daniel Jones and everyone walking within two feet of me, standing right in front of me. And I told DJ, I said, let's do it, man. Let's go. Let's, let's get this win. He's the giant quarterback, so that's who you're going to support. But you need to – if you want to support him, you need to – you can support him all you want, but you need to try to do it intelligently. You need to understand that anyone – can be criticized for something that they do wrong, rightfully so. I get criticized. I got criticized all my life, especially during my career. It happens, but that makes you a better player. That makes you a better player. That makes you a better athlete. That makes you a better business professional. That you take that constructive criticism and you move forward with it. And I'm not saying Daniel Jones should listen to anyone on YouTube. <laughs> Shouldn't listen to anyone on fucking YouTube. <laughs> Hell, fucking no. Don't listen to anyone on YouTube. But he should talk to the coaching staff. He should work with Kafka. He should work with Dable understand their constructive criticism and move forward. And that's what I think he's going to do this season. Do I have any predictions what Daniel Jones is going to do? No, I really don't. Because I can't gauge his performance off of one series against mainly second teamers against a bad Carolina team. But he did what he was supposed to do. And I've said this before. If you, if you are a higher talent than another player, than other players, and you know you are, you should play above those players. Because you have a, you are better talent, you are more talented than than they are, and that's what Daniel Jones did on preseason. He played above his talent level, and that's all you can ask for. And he made the, and he, now he's going to make his mistakes. Fumbles are going to happen. Interceptions are going to happen. You know, Eli Manning was was one of those guys that you know it just hap- it happens. 
Sometimes Eli Manning would make a throw, and Phil Simms would make a throw. You just Kerry Collins would make a throw, Kent Graham would make a throw, Danny Cannell make a, would make a throw. You kind of just look at it like when Joe Pasarczyk did it, you already knew it was going to be fucked up. Same thing with Craig Martin. You knew it was just going to be screwed up, but they made a throw. But he's going to make these plays that are going to drive you nuts. But that's just that's just life because he's human. <laughs> he's not an angelic god as some people think he is. He's a quarterback of the New York Giants. And hopefully he's going to lead us back to the playoffs. And hopefully one day a Super Bowl title. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. All that fun stuff. We've got a lot of fun live streams coming up. A lot of other good goodies coming up in the next week. We're going to have a lot of videos before the season kicks off. Don't forget to tune in every Sunday at 10 a.m. for a giant Sunday. This is Tim. This is New York Giants Straight Talk. And I'm out of here. 